0: Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Always excited when you're here joining us on the show. Of course, it is Wednesday, so it's time for your listener questions. And Scott joins me today as we tackle some fun questions about best snack options on the Disney Cruise Line ships outside of the dining room. So we have fun with that. We also get a question about signature dining and what's required as far as attire if you want to be in the theme parks before you head to restaurants like Topolino's Terrace or to Gico's, so we talk about that. We get some fun questions about going to pre-park opening reservations at places like Crystal Palace. What's the best way to get to the Magic Kingdom in a situation like that early in the morning? And we also get a question from uh, George over in the UK. He's bringing his friend over for the very first time to the States and to Walt Disney World. How can he plus that trip up to make it extra special? This and much more coming your way on today's podcast. As always, our shows are brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next Disney vacation, whether it's the Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney. You're going to get first-class service from the time you fill out that free, no-obligation quote form over at themagicforless.com. Costs you nothing extra. You get concierge-level service each and every time. And again, our expert service is right there, 24-7, to help you out. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop this busy holiday season. That one extra click really does help support everything we do here on the show throughout the year. So please bookmark it and use it as often as you can. our slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the BR Guest Podcast. You are the super fans. You make these shows possible. We could not do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you coming over patreon.com/slash be our guest podcast.
1: Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage.
0: Welcome to episode 2206 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Raman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week and thanks for joining us again here on the show. As it is Wednesday, it is time to answer your listener questions and get ready, strap in because you are starting a Scott and Mike mini marathon here for the next four shows. Be ready because the ladies are out. They're um well, Ricky's a little bit under the weather right now. Pam is wrapping up her travels and you know, putting in our input out there at Disneyland Resort and wrapping up some stuff with the uh, travel agency with the higher-ups there and you know, advocating for us Disney fans to make things a little better and we appreciate that so very much and So we're going to have some fun Disney talk over the next four shows with my buddy Scott up in the mitten. Hope you're going to enjoy this. Scott, thanks for jumping in. We're going to have a good time over the next week.
1: So uh, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Mike. Happy to jump in as always. Apologize to the listeners. They're going to have to deal with me for four straight episodes. So... Who knows? And there might be some more because then we're going to hit the Christmas week and I'm sure I'll be invited for another episode then. So that's wrapped in. It's time for Scotty G and Mike time.
0: That's right. Don't forget because you'll be here for Christmas Eve in the BOGP studios, which is rapidly approaching, which will be coming your way in about 10 days here. So get ready to uh, be with us from the new BOGP studios where we will have a virtual fireplace, which is awesome. All that stuff has finally come to fruition after almost 15 years of podcasting. So we're really excited for that. But uh, before we jump into the listener questions, some current events, at least over the last uh, 48 hours or so. Scott, did you see the uh, springtime surprise medals that were released earlier today? Or were you working and or did you get a chance during work to uh, break away and check the social media?
1: I, I broke away. I broke away <laughs> for a minute. Um, I got an alert from someone. So that's how I had how it caught my attention. And it's funny, like I'm not doing the race weekend. I have to. I finally had to take one off, Mike. I've been doing so many of these, and um, yeah, I thought I thought they were good. I like I like they're kind of like predictable. They're kind of what I thought. Like I mean, I knew like for the Toy Story, it was gonna be Buzz and Woody, right? Which is kind of like you and me. So like yep, yep. I'm like, dang, I kind of wish I was doing that one in a way because that's you and me, like running is Buzz and Woody. But um, I like the challenge one too. Like I thought, I thought they were cute. I thought, I thought they were good. I was happy with them.
0: Yeah, I, did, I thought they were pretty creative, you know, because it is Pixar themed and it's got the. My my nephew uh really likes um uh, cars, and I like the 5K one. It, I, what I appreciate, and I mean they should be doing this, right? They're Disney, is that they go out when they take these metal reveal pictures and like the Cars 5K metal with Lightning McQueen featured on it. They take it out in the, the cozy cone section of art of animation in the background. Mm-hmm. Great picture. You know, and the metal looks great. I think the 10 K was uh doors kind of modeled door from, doors uh, from monsters, door Inc. from
1: monsters, Inc. Yeah. yeah very
0: cool. It. I mean, they got creative with the metals and I like that. I mean, it's, I, I, I'm a fan of Pixar and I think they picked some good movies and uh, it's going to be, cause I am signed up, who knows if I'll yeah. make it down. I just wish know?
1: they would have done. And this is just me being like, I don't know, like who I am. Like it's, yeah, I could have guessed that it was going to be those four movies when they announced, right, <laughs> that it was, you know, like Pixar themed. I would love to see like some WALL-E or like, you know, something different that's kind of under the radar. But um, but still, like those, those are great medals and kind of jealous that those are going to be doing the race now because I'm not and you're going to collect some awesome bling that weekend.
0: We will see. So we'll uh, get to those here shortly,
1: and we'll uh, see. As in, like, I'm probably going to still end up showing up somehow. Is that yeah, what? Is that yeah. what you're well, I mean, you know, I didn't go to
0: wine and dine. I was registered, and who was there? You were there. So I mean, what? I didn't go because you weren't signed up, and then you showed up, and I wasn't there. I mean, it's like it happens. It's I mean, so, it, weird. Yeah, so don't don't catch your chickens until about 48 hours out. I'm <laughs> just saying, you never know what's going to happen. All right, you're here for listener questions. Let's get a listener question. This one's titled. Logistics for a park pre-opening dining reservation comes from uh, Zach in Chattanooga, Tennessee, which I've driven through Chattanooga so many times. Weird city. If you ever drive to Florida, if you're coming from the Midwest, is because when you're in Chattanooga, you're in the central time zone. Then you go into the eastern time zone. You go back into the central time zone and back into the eastern time zone. It's weird. And you're like in the mountains. It's a... It's a tricky little piece of I think I twenty four before you hit I seventy five. But I love it. It's a beautiful you, part of the you country. You know
1: what the great sh- band Chicago said or asked? Does anybody really know what time it is? And you don't when you're making that drive.
0: Well, what time it? Is? It's twenty six. It was twenty six or seven to four or something like that. I don't oh, know. Oh, twenty five or six to four.
1: I totally messed
0: up that improper fraction right there. I don't know what it was, and I have no. I've actually looked up what that means, and I don't. It doesn't really mean anything, does it? I've looked on Google. Twenty five or six to four. Yeah.
1: Well, I, the backstory is like, that's like the time of day. So it's like 25 minutes till four o'clock or 20 tw- or 26 minutes to four o'clock. I think is what it is. Like who says like, Oh yeah. What time is it? Yeah. It's about 25 minutes to four. No one says that, no, right?
0: No, nobody says it, but it's a good song. I love Chicago. Yeah. Chicago's a great band. Mm-hmm. It's a better band than the City. I mean, I gotta say, I love the city because my daughter's out there. UIC Chicago, eight and one right now. Rock on, beat Northwestern. All right, here's the question. Everybody's like, God, just get to the question. Uh, Zach says, What's going on, BOGP crew? I have a two part question. The first about our trip coming up in February. The second one is regarding planning two Disney trips in advance. This is perfect for you, Scott, because usually I have about seven on the burner. All right, number one. We have a Crystal Palace reservation for 8, 10 a.m. at the Magic Kingdom, and it does not open until 9 o'clock. As far as I can remember, the bus system will not start hauling people. Like I says, hauling people like it's a U-Haul uh, until an hour before park opening. What is the best way to get to the Magic Kingdom if that is the case? What would you suggest? To get to th- I think actually buses might run 90 minutes prior to park opening. I think is the was, rule. So I think I was going to say, it I
1: think it's might be 90 minutes now, actually. Right. Yeah. And cause there's the, and resort guests have the 30 minute early, like park opening time too. So like if the park opens at nine, they're going to expect people to be there at eight 30. And they usually let people in a little bit even before then. So I, I I'm very confident that's 90 minutes before park opening that they start running.
0: And the bus is the best way to get to the magic kingdom. Of course you could always Uber over to, uh, you know, the TTC or, you know, I had to, you know, if I had to, I'd Uber over to the Contemporary the walk. But what I would do is just, yeah, ninety minutes is the rule. Because the thing is, Disney's not going to make an ADR time where you cannot get there with Disney Without transportation. A car. Yeah. You know, like, they, yeah, they they understand that, so you'll be fine. there taking a bus, but yeah. just be out there so you catch that first bus. That that's kind of the big. Yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: but I would say though, like with that eight ten time, because of the thirty minute resort guest, if as long as they, those times don't change like I would still expect people to be like in the park when you're getting there because they queue people up mm-hmm. like on main street and such so because I know when I book those I try to like hope for like an yep. empty main street right to get some photos but it might not be as empty as you're thinking due to the the early park entry right
0: and a second question I was looking at doing a quick trip next fall centered around Halloween the plan is to see Disney transition into Christmas season we will do the Halloween party on the 31st. And then the next couple of days, we want to see if we can find any Christmas decor. Any ideas where to start on November 1st? Thanks again for this awesome podcast. Go Gators and go Mox. Zach. So, Scott, you've been down there during this time where you've been there for Halloween. And then as the transition happens, is I don't think anything's going to happen exactly on the 1st,
1: but it will happen shortly after. What do you think? Yeah. Sometimes you'd be surprised that that Magic Kingdom Christmas tree might be up on the 1st or like the next day, depending on because sometimes they'll do a Halloween party on November 1st, depending on where Halloween falls. I think next year, I think it'll be like a Tuesday or something. It's a weekday. So there could be a good chance that the Magic Kingdom tree might be up November 1st or at the very latest. I say November 2nd. They're really quick about turning that around. And then like the Hollywood studios kind of comes in next, but that's like a couple days later, you know, they really focus on the magic kingdom first. So if you're hoping to get like Christmas right away after Halloween, I would start with magic kingdom. All right.
0: Ashley's got a question here live. Uh, She's joining us on Facebook as we record live uh, these podcasts. She says, where's the best place to get birthday buttons at Walt Disney world. We were there recently and couldn't find one anywhere. And that's shocking to me. This is a shocking to me is the time we were down there. I mean, of course this was during COVID where we were running around, you and I, you have a tradition, which is very cool. You get your coworkers, Mickey ears, personally embroidered for their desks. And that's like what they use for their name tags at their cubicles, which I think is the coolest thing ever. Please steal that idea wherever you're listening today, if you're in any kind of management. But they didn't have them. And like, they, or I think they had them at one place, like at the studios.
1: Was it? We couldn't get them. We went, they just didn't have them. Um I mean Mickey traditional ears. Mickey ears.
0: Yeah, traditional Mickey yeah. ears. Didn't have them yeah. anywhere. I'm like I got hey. a
1: breaking news update on that cuz okay, I wanted to go ahead. do that again every trip I seem to have like new people that I need to do this for and get this mic. I ha- I want to get two um you know junior size ones cuz I have a uh, one of my co-workers is coming down for January so I wanted to get them for their kids as a surprise and the and the order has flipped. They have a surplus now of Um, adult ears, but no like junior ears anymore. So it's crazy. So you can get all the adult Mickey ears, but there's no juniors or infant ears now. It's unbelievable.
0: And as always, I do say thanks to the guy named Mike at your office for quitting and leaving behind his set of ears because now that's what's hanging right. Well, you can't see it in the shot behind me right now, but they're at the top of the shelf there. So yes, Mike quit and I have his ears, (laughs) which I appreciate. Okay. So back to Ashley's question though. I mean, as far as I know, City Hall at the Magic Kingdom, any of the guest relations locations should have birthday buttons and all the I'm celebrating buttons. I mean, maybe they were just, again, supply chain kind of things possibly, but that's, I mean, I get them at the guest relations areas. I've never had an issue with getting these kind of celebrating buttons.
1: Yeah, I've never had an issue too. I'm kind of surprised to hear that. I was was just down there and we had a birthday. We honestly forgot about the birthday the whole trip, the whole time we were there, except on... Elizabeth's actual birthday and we we're at Topolino's and the restaurant had it. So I was going to suggest the restaurants might have it because a lot of times you'll put that in your, when you check in, you know, for a meal, you'll put birthday on there and sometimes they'll have, you know, the celebration buttons there too. So okay. I'm really surprised. I'm sorry that that happened. Actually, that's unfortunate.
0: What I would do too is just ask any cast member because, you know, cast members, I mean, even photo people might have some in their little, you know, aprons, their pouch, you know, wherever they are, you know, it just, those are the things that, that they do, you know, just to plus the day. They're like, you know, they can save a day. So anybody can probably have access to them and they could probably pull out at random places. But that's weird they wouldn't have them because that's like what you're known for. I have so many, like they're everywhere. Okay, here's, this is, this is in, a, I just got this yesterday or two days ago. And it's not really a question, but it says Crumb Cake Boardwalk Deli was the title. And it's from Sal. And he says simply, oh my. Just was walking past the boardwalk deli and saw the crumb cake and remembered that you mentioned it. Went in and bought one and wow, buying a bunch more to bring home and put in the freezer. Truly amazing. Thanks for the recommendation, Sal. So, Sal, amen. Thank you for, for reminding me to get a couple of those when I'm down for marathon weekend, reminding me why I'm running. Is to eat all the crumb cakes and Scott. You, if you have not had this, right, this is my new go-to. I just randomly found this at the Boardwalk Deli, Boardwalk Bakery back
1: in the day. It is so dang good and it's cheap. It seems like an amazing find. Like I don't, I don't know about it. I've only heard, it, I've only heard you mention it, and now I've heard Sal mention. It. I think I've. We see some other listener questions pop up about it, but I'm going to investigate it over Marathon Weekend. Now. Yeah, yeah. it's on my on the top of my list. I think after we do the mini golf event that Friday, I think we're going to kind of hang out in the Epcot area resorts. My plan is to get a crumb cake to celebrate my victory because I'm going to win the title.
0: You're not going to win, but I'll get you a crumb cake. But here's the deal. You're getting a crumb cake because you never had that. I've never had an old fashioned, any kind of an old fashioned. Now you always talk about old fashions and you talk about like this place has a great one. This place has a good one. This place has, you know, a special kind of one. I don't even know what an old-fashioned is made of or what the deal is with it, but I've told myself over Marathon Weekend, I'm going to try my first old-fashioned with my brother and, and see what it's all about, because you always rave okay. about this, so I want to see what that's like.
1: Okay. I'm happy to do it. it you might not have the taste palette for we'll it, will see. So if you I don't mean, I, like I, yeah, it at first it. couple sips, I'll take the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. And
0: I have a feeling I'm not getting the crumb cake, because you're going to love it. All right, so... Yeah. Next question is from uh, Kara. She's in Rentham, Massachusetts. says, hey, Mike, Pam, Ricky, and Scott. Well, hey, 50% is going to have to do today. I am headed to Disney World in April of 2023 with my sister for her 35th birthday. Thanks, Mike, for helping us book. Thank you so much, Kara. Uh, The Disney planner and me would already have our flights booked, but we currently only have our flight booked for coming home. The the flights to Orlando were $550 plus. Our options for leaving are limited due to me having to teach the day we leave. Oh my gosh, it's the teacher thing. I've been there. That's why I'm now a full-time travel agent, actually. Okay, two questions, she says. One, when should we just go ahead and book the flight? There are still plenty of seats on most flights. And two, when should we book the rental car? It's our first time renting a car. So I don't have a good idea of when it's too late to book. Thanks in advance. Love listening to the podcast on my way to work, Kara and Kara. Thanks for teaching. We appreciate that. It is a thankless job. And let me just tell you this time of year from experience, my wife will be home any minute as I'm recording. Just hang in there. You're almost a Christmas break. It is the most, it's one of the most dangerous times of the year for teachers. I mean, anything goes at this point, just make it to break, get the report cards done and then you get your break, and then you can just breathe, right? You're almost there. This is, but man, this is the grind for teachers. All teachers out there, you are so close. It's really bad right now. Probably lots of indoor recess, probably lots of extra duties because you have concerts. You have all the stuff. I'm, I'm praying for you. You're gonna make it. But I've been there, man. You are at your wits end. So, just think about April, Kara. You're gonna make it. All right, my man Scott's good at this stuff. Flights and rental cars. So Scott, what would you say? So she's looking at the flights. She says there's plenty of seats on the flight. Should she hold out and hope, and hope, or should she grab it now? What? So I book Southwest so I can rebook. That's my crutch. But what do you say? Because you book Delta a lot of times.
1: Yeah, I, I book Delta, and they've gotten a little more flexible lately since you know the COVID pandemic started. But you're right, Mike. With with Southwest, like I almost feel like you can book anytime and just keep looking for price differences and then you end up getting credits right is how that works um i'm um i i have a i have a trip in february for princess half marathon weekend that i still have not booked i look at it every day trying to like time the price out and i should probably book now
0: yeah i Um, I always say like two
1: months if you're within two months and you know you're going like just bite the bullet and do it like if even if the price seems too high and then just keep checking and then if there is a way to do like a, a price change or whatever, or like, I would, I, I would totally do that then. But I, I if, if you know, you're going down on a certain date, you know, you're going to teach that day. Like I would just, I would feel so uncomfortable knowing that there's no wiggle room or flexibility. I would just want to book it now.
0: I agree. Yeah. just get it. You know, travel, you know, especially she's going on in April, That's spring break. I mean, that is a high demand travel time. I don't see the rates going down. You're just going to have to buy the bullet and get it, you know,
1: it, yeah. It is or what it or is. potentially look at other airports. Mm. So this happened to me last spring break, Mike. You remember, yeah. um, I live in mid-Michigan. I usually fly out of Detroit, Michigan. And for spring break, I flew out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That was, okay. That was, that's
0: insane. That is insanity.
1: Because that was a like $900 savings to drive the five hours of Pittsburgh. I mean, I guess 10 hours round trip. Totally worth it to save 900 I mean, it was like 90 bucks an hour of a saving at least. You know, so... And I was going to drive two hours anyway to go to Detroit. So I was like, well, what's the extra three hours? So <laughs>
0: that's crazy. Yeah, I, <laughs> so know, I, I don't recommend it. But that is another
1: that. hack though. Look for nearby airports. <clears throat> that is a good like, point. Sometimes you might not think about it. Like, if you have to drive a little bit further for like a huge cost, like it might be worth it.
0: Plus you've been flying into Tampa. You did that on, on yes. your recent trip and you're yeah. flying into Tampa for marathon weekend. So, I mean, yeah. that was just that obviously you're doing it for a savings.
1: Yeah. And I was going to tie that into my next answer. Like if, so since you're renting a car. Tampa could be another good option to look at for flights. Um, you know, it's not that much further, maybe like another like 30, 40 minutes of a drive. You might hit some traffic, but you know, if you're saving three or $400, which I am for my, for just me and Elizabeth over marathon weekend, it's totally worth the fly in the Tampa. But when it comes to car rentals, I like the book right away. Um, you know, like I want to secure that car. I want to make sure I have it because I've been burned where I waited last minute and whoop, what do you know? There's no cars available. So like to book, the car as early as possible. And then you can just look for price changes that, you know, just be aggressive, look every week or whatever, and see if the price has dropped, modify the reservation then. But I would book the car as early as you can.
0: All right. Jessica here in the live chat on uh, Facebook says we're
1: using your Tampa Bay or Tampa hack, Scotty G. Dude, so there you it's go. It's a great hack. <laughs> Actually, I never thought I got to give a shout out to Beth. I would have never thought of it. If Beth was like, Oh, you should go look at Tampa. And like, Gosh, like they were significantly uh, saving some trips. So definitely a nice snack.
0: Okay, so this is totally not Disney, but I got to tell this quick, like three-minute story my dad told me. Because you guys know my dad's a radio engineer for the Rams, right? So this happened at the Tampa Bay Football Stadium, Raymond James, where the Bucks play. And this is where the, actually Mizzou is going to play their bowl game on December 23rd. He was up there packing up the stuff after the game when the Rams played the Bucks last year. I think it was last year or it was earlier this year. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He was messing around, filling around, because there was a TV in the booth, and he was watching, I think, the Sunday night game or something. And he, like everybody else, was gone, because he, you know, he has to pack up all the mixers and the headphones, headset He's got all this junk, and he has to get in the cases to get on the plane to get back to LA after the game. He does all this. Well, he's he finds that he messes around. He's the last guy in the booth. He he leaves the booth, and he finds out like he there's nobody around, so he leaves like the press area. You know, the press level. And there's like nobody there. So he's like, he can't get out of the stadium at this point. So he's like, he's, he's, he's literally like, he goes around, he's like locked in the stadium and he can't find anybody to get out. All the doors are locked. So what he does, he finds a door that leads him into like the, you know, like where the seats are in the regular stadium. My dad, he's just trying to get out of the stadium. So, and my dad does not lie. He's a deacon. Like, I mean, he is a Baptist deacon. He might this, this had to have happened. This is so my dad. He goes out into the seats, like into the regular, you know, seating area of the Tampa Bay Raymond James stadium. He still can't get out of the stadium. So he jumps, he said it was like 10 feet. He goes over the rail and goes down onto the field thinking that like there's security, right? There's cameras. Somebody will see him. There's gotta be security guards. Cause now there's like some random 65, 69 year old dude walking on their stadium he walks all the way across the football field. He's at the 50 where the logo is. Still nobody comes to get him. He's walking around the, the football field at Tampa, like where Tom Brady plays. I told him, dude, I'd have been up in that. Because at the stadium, there's like a cannon because it's the Bucs. Like, I'd have been up yeah. firing the cannon. Like, boosh, like that would have got, that, got you out of there real quick. He didn't think of that. So he finally finds like a security booth where there were people watching TV. The security guards were in the booth watching TV. He knocks on the booth, scares the crud out of the security guards. And they finally let him out. They're like, how'd you get in here? He's like, I've been in here since, you know, eight o'clock this morning. I was doing the radio for the Rams. I can't get out. I'm locked in. So of course they let him out. I'm like, you're lucky you didn't get thrown in jail. But that's my dad. And that was my Tampa story. It had nothing to do with anything, but yeah, I had to share that one. Oh my God. Here's the thing. My dad took no selfies. Dude, I'd have been doing snow angels at the 50s, selfies of the, you know, the the pirate ship the, the logo yeah. at the 50. Oh my god! Your dad just isn't a
1: teenage girl like you and I are. Oh, totally.
0: He missed his. eye. I'm like, if I, you don't have pictures, it didn't happen. I'm just saying. But I mean, my dad, I I can't even see my dad jumping onto the field. Like it's a wonder he didn't break his leg because he's old. Like oh my god, my dad's an old hippie. Anyway, back to the show. Uh, Rondalee up in Nova Scotia says, "My question is, what is the best magic that another guest has done to you during a trip? Mine was waiting for the Soarin' queue, and I was chatting with the family in front of me, and had a great chat with the five-year-old. She was slightly scared of this ride, and I was trying to reassure her. When we got to the front of the line." When the little girl was asked by the cast member how many in her party, she included me, so I wouldn't have to ride alone. How cool is that? that is That's pretty cool. I mean, a kid. A kid did that. Just, That's hey, pretty awesome. You know what? You're in the photo. It's like that old guy from the planning video. You're in the yep. family. You're I'm in, love in the, the photo. No, I love that. You know what? I've been vacationing with this family the rest of my trip. So, Scott, do you have anything in mind, though, uh, that, that another fan. I have a few, you know minor kind of things but
1: what do you got what do, What do you got i'm struggling to think of something to be honest. well here's
0: one thing that we can't do anymore that used to really tickle me and we used to do it all the time for other families it was simply giving fast passes paper fast passes on the way out of the park to people as they came in and you know uh, you know karma kind of comes around many times we're gifted hey we're leaving the park Here's you know here because like we'd be a family of three you know because it would be just Paige, pam and i at that time and they, you know you're always looking for like the right this is what we did like you got to make sure like, if we only hit three fast passes, like, don't, don't find a family of four. Cause then, you know, you're going to start a fight. So we'd always be like, okay, it looks like a family of three. Three. And then, you know, like we'd gift them and like another kid would pop out. We're like, oh no, you know, we ruined it. But yeah, we were gifted fast passes. One time Paige was gifted a balloon, like on the way into a park because it was the kid's last day. They didn't want to take it on the plane. That's what we always want Little to do. Little things we, like that. we say
1: at every trip that we're going to buy a balloon just to give it to a kid and then, but then i always worry really like the parents like gonna be like ah, oh, i don't that's gonna that's gonna create drama in my family if you buy this balloon i don't know <laughs> but um one thing i do too like sometimes is like if you see someone like at like a counter service especially like ordering well before there was mobile order and you can just like see on their face when like all the food comes out and they're like they don't have enough arms like hold all these trays like I'll sometimes offer like to carry someone's like food tray for them or whatever you know like there's like so many small things you could do throughout a day to create magic it's not always the cast members I like I like what Ronda Lee is saying here. like just be on the lookout be observant and try to create magic yourself because that's what it's all about like we're all there we're big Disney fans we're guests of the this is like our park. You know, that's how I always look at it, Mike. it's like it's my mm-hmm. park. like I'll pick up trash sometimes because I want my park to be clean, you know Agreed. And if I see someone struggling, I want to help them as, as much as I can and create some magic in quotes.
0: I feel like this story this, this show is like story time with Mike. but when you were brought up the story about somebody needing a hand with the trays that takes me back to Star Wars weekends, where the guy, oh, he's in the big robe, man, it's a hundred degrees. It was so hot that day. and it was at the ABC commissary. And he, he must have had a big family. I mean, he must have had a big family because he had like four trays that came out. His whole family must have been catching the air conditioning at the table. They expected this guy, dude, he was dressed like Obi-Wan Kenobi, man. The robe, like, I mean, the big robe, too thick. And he's up there, and they're like, you know, order number 256. And he's like, that's me. So he, you know, and I'm just standing back because I'm waiting for my food. And they dish out four trays to the guy and he's just like dumbfounded because he doesn't know how he's gonna get this food to his table because it's like four trays you know one tray's full of like seven you know fountain sodas like there's no this is just gonna be a disaster and the guy next to me man i'll never forget it's like use the force obi-wan use the force oh my god i i felt so bad but i laughed so hard i almost peed my pants but i shouldn't have laughed so hard i felt guilty he got a good laugh out of it because then i think he took two trips but it was, yeah. it was anyway, the story time with Mike today, but yeah, this little stuff like that. And, you know, I like it. You say it's our park, right? Because we take pride. Here's the thing about that though. And this is, I think, uh, a, a fine line that the folks like us listening to this show have to walk, right? You're in line with somebody, you know, cause when you're, when you're in like a long queue, like say you're waiting for rise, of the resistance or flight of passage or space, but something where you're going to, you know, you're going to be next to this family for say 20, 30 an hour, you know, whatever it is. And you know, they're like a first timer, right. And they're talking about what they're going to do later on that day or tomorrow. And you know, what they're saying is just such a bad idea. Right. And you just know. know like, Oh my God, if they do this, it's going to cost them like an hour, like, or, or this it won't work. Like what they're going to do, they're going to go somewhere and it's gonna take them an hour to get there. This is not a possibility. They're gonna to have to turn around and come back. And this is not how the, And I think it's one of those things like you don't wanna be nosy, but you also would like to be able to save this family from either embarrassment or you know, just inefficiencies in their touring, but you also don't wanna be that person who's buttoning in all the time. It I, I walk that line all, normally I just kinda of stay out of it. Like I'm yeah, like I try to I'm, buy my yeah, tongue I, I, as I, I don't. Can, but but, I mean, if it's, if I can tell, like, they're going to be in a bad spot, I will say something. And I'll just yeah. be like, look, I, this is what I do for a living. I, I'm not trying to be nosy, but I'm just trying to help you out here. But, I mean, most of the time, I do try to keep my nose clean. But it's, it's hard because, you know, you hear people
1: talk about stuff like, oh, no, don't do that. Yeah. I know. It's tough. It's You hear that on the, you hear it on the bus a lot. Yeah, right? you do. Because people are, like, planning their day. Like, especially if you take, like, a first bus out. Like, everyone's, like, talking about, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And I just, like. And they're saying, like, the wrong terminology, too. Like, they're saying, like, yeah, we're going to go do Frozen. And you're like – or that's a bad example. Or, like, yeah, and they're going to, like, the Magic Kingdom or something where there's absolutely no Frozen at Magic Kingdom or something. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, you don't want to, like, correct them. Like, you're just like, ah, oh, I'll just let them figure it out on their own. Cool. And you know what you're saying sometimes, too, Mike. You can – You can offer like a grenade to a person in the rise of the resistance, and that can create some magic sometimes, too. Oh my God.
0: Okay, that could be our Friday show. We could tell, we probably can't even tell that story. It's a biohazard. Um, So, but oh my God, I can't even, I don't know what to say. But Nicola Tuckwell here in the live chat says, I love it when guests acknowledge each other's I'm celebrating or birthday buttons. Somehow that can seem more special than the cast members acknowledging sometimes. And I 100% agree with that, right? When somebody just says, Hey, you know, congratulations on your, your honeymoon or, you know, your wedding or your anniversary or, you know, sometimes you're right. I, I'm no kidding. When I took my first flight because I was so scared to fly, I got a button that said I flew. People were asking me about that. Like yeah. you flew. I'm like, yeah, you know, and it was a conversation starter. Like, yeah. I was scared to fly for like 20 years, but I bucked it up. I took a couple, I had a couple margaritas, and I'm here. I made it. And people are like, that's cool that you, you know. It is cool, it yeah. I
1: love when people like get creative with their I'm celebrating button. I'm, and I 100% agree with with this comment that uh, I always tell people happy birthday. And some people might get tired of hearing it, like, oh my gosh, like 500 people told me happy birthday today. And I always say, well, take the button off then. <laughs> <just why> <laughs> be told that all the time. But, uh, um, but, uh, I was going to say, I love that I'm celebrating because I remember one trip like you, Mike, you said like you did the I flew like one year I wrote because it was a February trip. I must have shoveled like 15 days in a row. Like it was like a crazy snowstorm in Michigan. And I wrote i'm celebrating i didn't have to shovel today yes yes <laughs> but, That's good. what was funny like some people like my handwriting is pretty bad and some people read it as shower so it was a great <laughs> conversation started <laughs> like oh i didn't shower today
0: and i remember the one we were all together on this one too where steve forrester had one that said i rode a bus like because yeah. he was so anti-bus back then they always rent a car and like he would yeah. not get on a bus like he would do a boat he would ride the monorail but he, this is before the Skyliner. But he was like, "I'm not getting on a crowded bus." Like that was just Steve. Like he was I have like, a
1: photo of him on the bus. He's standing. He's actually smiling. He looks pretty happy, actually. I think we're it, going. I think it was
0: on his birthday too. I think it was. We went to. It was at the studios. This is one of our yeah. best nights ever. We closed out in the studios that night. I think like the last people. We have some great pictures that night. Yeah. Speaking of, that's gonna be Friday show. So stay tuned for that. But uh, yeah, great stuff. All right, Liz has a question. It says signature dining question. So glad you're here because. You know, I'm Corndog Nuggets guy and your signature dining guy. Uh, hi, Mike, Ricky, Pam, and Scott. Our family recently booked a trip to the world in April of next year. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Liz. Uh, which we're very much looking forward to. When we started figuring out where we wanted to dine, I realized we picked quite a few signature restaurants. We don't mind dressing up a night or two. We usually do it at least once a trip. But we're hoping to be able to go directly from a park to Topolino's and Jico. How concerned do we need to be about the dress code? I know it's pretty much cast discretion, but since flying fish provided my father with a collared shirt before, we'd like to avoid the situation again and yet still be comfortable in the parks. Thanks, Liz. Both good restaurants. Both a couple of your favorites, actually. So Both
1: both a couple of my favorites. You've been to both. And Mike, you've been to both. Yeah, I have. Yeah,
0: I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean. Mr. I'm not a signature guy. You've been
1: to both of these restaurants for dinner. I mean,
0: Pam Forrester was paying for uh, Gico's, so that was awesome. And then I dined with you. We got to see Harmonious from from Topolino's. I'd like to go back to Topolino's. I really enjoyed that.
1: I think the biggest thing is here is like not having like like holes in your jeans or, you know, like. Swimsuit. Yeah, a swimsuit. Like, I mean, people understand, like, you know, you're you're at Walt Disney World, you're in the parks. Like, I know this was breakfast, but even at, like, our last, <laughs> our last trip, we went to Topolinos for breakfast, and Emily had on this, like, Twilight shirt. <laughs> like, I was like, what are you wearing? But it wasn't a big deal. But, again, that was breakfast, a little more laid back for breakfast time. But, yeah, as long as you're, like, wearing something, like, you know, that's not offensive in any way or anything like that. It's going to be fine. Like I've been to, I've been to Gico with friends where someone's worn like a t-shirt and a hat, you know, it's, it's Mm -hmm. totally fine. As long as like it's presentable is the biggest thing I would say. So you should be good.
0: I think you're fine. All right. And, uh, chips here. Thanks for being here. Chip. What's up guys. 30 days from cruise is tomorrow. Best snack or meal, not in the dining room. Also, either of you done the rainforest room. Yes, I've done the Rainforest Room. My problem is I don't always do the Rainforest Room, but I, a lot of times I'll get the pass, and here's the hack for me. Okay, this is just me. I have a family of three girls, right? So I have when Paige goes. So it's Pam, Mallory, and Paige. Guess who never gets to get into the bathroom? Like when it's time to get ready for dinner. It's this dude. So here's my hack. I will go shower in the Rainforest Room Like if I need to take a shower before dinner, because that they have tons of showers there to take showers. And that way I can, and they like have the shampoo and everything in there. And that's a good, cause you can buy the rainforest pass for the length of your cruise. Plus there's lots of other perks. I love the heated, uh, little loungers. the like rock loungers that are heated. Oh my God. They're awesome. They also have these like other showers that have like smells. They're fancy. I, it's kind of neat. I, it's, do you need to pay for it? No, but it's a splurge. I mean, you know, if it's a special cruise. Uh, what about, have you done Rainforest, Scott? I think you yeah, have. Right? never. That's never? something
1: I always wanted to do. Like, I heard, like, I, I know we have some friends that have sailed the Wish, and I hear, like, it's a little different on the Wish, so I'm not sure if I'm going to do it on the next podcast cruise. We'll see, but it's, it's unbelievable that I've never done it because I hear so many great things about it. I need to do the Rainforest. room.
0: See, I probably won't do it on the podcast cruise because, like, we're doing so many events. We're, like, all over the ship. We're hanging out, so... It's more for like when I sail by myself, you know, or just with my family, you know, and we're just, we have more time to just kind of chill. Like if you yeah. have a lot of chill time, that's a good one. What about, I'm trying to think like best snack or meal, not in the dining room. Cause I, I'll be honest. Like I'm super simpleton. Like I just love going down to, now I haven't been on the wish yet, but, and I can't wait to be on the wish cause there's a Mexican cantina and barbecue. I mean, my God, this ship was made for me. Like you want to know like Disney reads feedback. I mean, if I had feedback, this is it. Yeah, could you have barbecue and Mexican on a ship? And I've always said that ever since my first cruise. I'm like, something about being on a cruise makes me want Mexican food. And like, they've done it now. So thank you. But I will say, like, I'm just, I'm always like at the back of the ship and, or, you know, like on the wonder of the magic, like Pluto's doghouse or whatever. But on the dream of the fantasy, I'm always back there, like getting the slices of pizza, the wraps, uh, the hamburgers and fries. Like, I mean, not the. It, it, I don't know why, but stuff just—it's just, t- just bait. I mean, it's cheap pizza, it's cheap burgers,
1: it's cheap fries, but
0: doggone, it tastes good on a cruise. I mean, I tear that stuff yeah. up. Nothing fancy.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's about all there is really for a snack outside of the dining room. Are going to be like those? I call them like the counter service meals. And like you're right, like it's it's burgers and fries, like pizza. There is something about like a midnight. Pizza. Oh yeah, the later <laughs> like, it is, the better juice, it like, tastes
0: too. And we have yeah. both been like where they're pulling down the thing. We've done this at the buffet too for the yeah. for the pirate night, but we've also done it at the pizza window. They're you know putting down the the screen for the night, and our hands are like in there trying to get that last slice. You know we're willing to lose digits to get the last slice of pizza. Oh, yeah, it's for happening. Sure.
1: But I do have a best snack though. So what's what's kind of cool though. So every day of the cruise, at is it flows? Is that what it's called? Like yeah, flows V
0: eight cafe. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that's where you're like you'll find your burgers, fries, chicken tenders, and whatnot. But there's always a specialty item of the day. So kind of be on mm-hmm. the lookout for that. So it changes every day for whatever the specialty thing is. And my favorite is it's normally on a Castaway Key day. It is the spicy chicken oh. sandwich. And I destroy oh, those things God. Those so are much. the best.
0: It, they, have a, they have them. They have my Castaway Key too. Oh yeah. man, I'm telling you, that's why, why it's
1: normally on your Castaway yes. Key day because they'll get them. From they probably cookies. just bring
0: them back from the cookies. Yeah, yeah I'm sure they and do. Like,
1: oh, and I often oh. skip dinner that night. Well, I don't, but like let's be yeah, real, i we don't just ever have, skip we dinner, have like, but We have like I eat like three of those oh, yeah. every sailing.
0: Like Taco Bell used to market fourth meal. Like when I was in high school, do this is like sixth meal. Yeah, you know, I don't care. Like I tear it up on a cruise. Yeah, oh, you're 100% right. There's something about that spicy chicken sandwich. I can destroy those. Oh, yeah, so And good. then I'll
1: go to the toppings. I love pickles. I'll go to the toppings bar behind it and put a bunch of pickles on it. Like, oh, my God. Yes. I'm craving one right now. Like, oh, I my need God, it.
0: me too. Ding. Oh, my God, that's so good. Give me a spicy chicken sandwich and the buffalo chicken grilled cheese from the ABC commissary. Oh, so yeah. good. All right, so uh, let's see here. we got another question. Let's see. John Luke has a question. And hello, Mike and Scotty. If you were to choose a DVC resort for New Year's Eve, which one would it be? We are between the Riv, the Poly, and the Beach Club. we well, are doing Magic Kingdom on December 30th and Epcot on New Year's Eve. All right. So because of that, throwing out the Polynesian, because you're going to be able to get from Epcot to the Riviera and Beach Club the easiest, I would go Beach Club just because you could walk right there. And there's something to be said about that, man. New Year's Eve is awesome at Epcot, but it is exhausting. It is madness. It's madness in a great way, but it is a nuthouse. And to be able to just say, I'm walking out the International Gateway. In five minutes, I'm going to be in my room. Dude, you are winning life at Walt Disney
1: World at that time.
0: Do you agree with that?
1: I mean, that's my answer, but I'll throw a a second answer out there just to get your thinking. Sorry, John. Like, I know Mike just gave you the right answer, but I'm going to... I'm going to battle him here and give you another option because I do like the Polynesian as one as well. And here's why. Because I think about the the 30th fireworks is going to be a Madhouse in Magic Kingdom. And if you're staying at the Polynesian, they rope it off for resort guests. So you can actually watch from the beach on the 30th. And then I've so I've done this with 4th of July. I've stayed at the Polynesian or the 4th, 4th of July. It's really not that bad getting back to your resort because you can just hop on the monorail. And the thing with the with the Polynesian, you take the Epcot ride back to the TTC. You can walk to your yeah, room from the TTC, so you don't even have to transfer. So transportation isn't as bad as you might think. So you can do the fireworks on the beach, and you can uh, do the monorail. But Beach Club is the right answer, though. But that's but I, hate to, I
0: hate to say it because the Riviera, you can get back there too really quick because the the Skyliner eats people quick, and you're right there. And the Riviera is awesome. And then you go to Primo Piatto in the morning. There you go. First meal of the new year, a primo piatto. Nothing wrong with that. Okay, so we've answered nothing there. So I might not options. eat
1: anything all year. Then <laughs> I'm just gonna wait till marathon, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go four that's days exactly, without eating. Yeah. So primo piatto gonna be my yes, first meal. Yes, I'm the year. starting
0: my uh, with the, my fast right now Devasting. until uh, January sixth <laughs> or whatever it is. Because that's yeah. smart to do. Yeah, because yeah, that, that's not happening. You know, I'm going to Taco Bell as soon as we finish the Friday show. Okay, George has our last question today. He's over in Malmesbury, UK. Love George. He says, Dear Mike, Pam, Ricky, and Scott, first, thank you, as always, for the amazing podcast. The last few years have been turbulent, to say the least, and the positivity you guys bring to the world with the podcast has been a constant beacon of light for me. Thank you so much, George. It's super kind. I'm very excited because my girlfriend, Rachel, and I have booked a holiday to Orlando for late August of 2023. We're staying at Cabana Bay at Universal for a few nights and then heading over to to Disney World for 11 nights at Pop Century. It's my first time back since 2018 and my first time staying on site, but even more excitingly, it's Rachel's first time ever leaving Europe and her first time visiting the USA and getting to experience the parks in Orlando. She's a big Disney fan too. And we're both loving. uh, We both love visiting Disneyland Paris together, but I can't wait to show her Walt Disney world as it's such a different experience to Disneyland Paris in so many ways. Because of this, I really want to make the trip as magical as possible for her. And I was thinking of arranging some sort of extra special experience whilst we're at Disney to really make our stay memorable. We're planning to do the Halloween party, but is there anything else you guys would recommend? It could be absolutely anything. I just want a uniquely Walt Disney World experience. My second question is about food. Rachel's vegetarian So I'm keen to eat at restaurants where she'll have plenty of great choices of where to eat. Where would you recommend? Also, since it's her first visit to the States, are there any quintessentially American dishes suitable for vegetarians that you would recommend available on property? Thanks again for everything you do. Best wishes, George. George is so kind. I've known George via social media for years now. And I'm, this is what I love about our podcast. George and I, I consider ourselves friends because of this show. I've never met George, but we can reach across the ocean. And this makes me so happy that they're going to have this experience, George and Rachel. He's going to have, I mean, this is, this is awesome. And that we get to talk about this and share this. I appreciate this. So we're going to be good at the first question not so good at the second question i'm just saying but we have a great audience we're going to get you some answers i promise you it might not be on this show but i bet you it'll be next week but here's what we're going to do what would you do for that 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 disney experience he says kind of just wants to give rachel a special special thing halloween party is a great start what are you thinking what do you think
1: yeah halloween party is great um not to make it so magic kingdom centric but i was thinking like a dessert party i like i like the dessert parties a lot um you know you get that that special like viewing area you get to have like it's some nice desserts in the in the little what is that like the plaza like what did you call that area like i'm it's trying the, to think
0: like, uh, i mean it's the uh old tomorrowland terrace like terrace that's yeah, what it is it's, tomorrowland yeah. terrace
1: i like that so i like that as like an option you know but uh my biggest thing would be like if she's a huge fan of like walt of disney never been to walt disney world I mean, some people say this might ruin some magic, but do like a cool, like behind the scenes tour. Yes. Like, that and would key, be
0: so awesome. Keys to the kingdom is the one to do. Yep. That's, that's yes. Yes. That, that's a good answer. Keys to the kingdom. It's not super expensive and you get a lunch and you also get a cool little souvenir too at lunch. So it, I don't want to spoil anything, but that you'll get something to remember the day by.
1: Yeah. And, and, and what they're doing 11 days. So I think yeah. they could, what, well, that's like a five hour tour, right? It's not a full day one, isn't it? Or It's a three hour tour. Okay. No, just kidding. I I see those Gilligan's Islands Oh, yeah. Three (laughs) hours. I don't know how long it is. It's
0: about that long, though. It's like four or
1: five hours. Yeah. So I think that would be a great option, right, Mike? So like 11 days, like, you know, do a half a day doing a tour, get behind the scenes. I think that would be a really great idea.
0: Another thing, if you really want to splurge, a fireworks cruise. You said a fire dessert party, but you could do a fireworks cruise. And I mean, that could be, you're talking a few hundred dollars. I mean, but you would have, the you know, the pontoon boat to yourself. You'd have a driver there for like sixty minutes. You'd be out on Seven Seas Lagoon or out there in Crescent Lake. That'd be super cool for because you're going to see the you're there for long enough where you'll see all the fireworks in the park. You would have that different perspective where you know. I mean, if you really want to impress somebody, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, that's what I, I do. agree. All right, so that's going to do it for today's show. Great. You, you want to talk about the vegetarian option. Oh no, we're not. No, because <laughs> we're not vegetarian. Here's the deal. Here's seriously, George. I'm just kidding. You know, but I, I'm trying to think. So. Buffets would be good options, though, right?
1: I mean, I'm trying to yeah, think. I, I was going to say, like, even like signature restaurants. So, like, I like I've had like fish, and I be- I believe m- most vegetarians can eat fish. It depends on like I think there's like different. You got to be like a pescatarian.
0: That, so. See, I know about yeah. this stuff, but I yeah I don't yeah. know. I don't
1: really... Yeah, so I, I guess I'm not 100 percent sure on that. But I know there's like if you go to a signature restaurant, you're going to find some outstanding options because. You know, like I could eat anything from these restaurants because the way they like mm-hmm. make their Same. their dishes are just outstanding. So like a like a Topolino's or a California Grill, I think people think about their steak and their beef that they offer, but they do other amazing dishes as well. So I would highly recommend that and tie it into one of the nighttime shows like a Harmonious at Topolino's or watch uh, Enchantment from California Grill and have a nice vegetarian
0: meal you know what actually i think kona actually has a lot of good vegetarian meals because i always get like this noodle bowl there and i want to say like they have a vegetarian option because they just like throw a little meat in there and that's one of my favorite things at walt disney world anyway it's super good but here's what i'm going to throw out there let's all help george out so if you have if you're vegetarian or you know anybody that's you know had great options at walt disney world Send me a list of a couple of restaurants. We can help George and share these next week. Mike at be or just hit me up over on uh, the social media at guest Mike on Instagram or Twitter. And uh, we'll share these for George next week. But if you know, you guys are the experts. I eat, I eat everything. So <laughs> I'm not a great source of this, but do help us out. So help. We'll help George out next week. We'll give a good list of vegetarian options uh, for Rachel. I love this. So George, thanks for the question. And I uh, can't wait to have you over here to uh, our parks in uh, August. That'd be great. All right, And uh, <clears throat> Nicola says mac and cheese. I can always eat
1: mac and cheese. Always eat mac and cheese. Dude, I must be a
0: vegetarian because I love mac and cheese. No, I'm just kidding. I eat everything. All right. So I see it. I eat it. All right. So anyway, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back again on Friday. We have a fun idea. So here's what the premise is for Friday show, just so you have an idea. Scott and I have been going to Walt Disney World and Disneyland and on Disney cruises for many, many years, our families together. And so what we're going to do, and we thought this would be kind of fun for our listeners because there's a lot of times where we just like to tell stories, right? And we like, I love hearing people tell stories of their trips. Like when, you know, oh, man, you know, because sometimes it's about a Halloween party or sometimes somebody tells a story about a 4th of July trip or somebody tells a story about a particular day at Castaway Key or something. I love just eavesdropping on those kind of stories. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to both have our phones out. And we're going to go into Google photos and pick a year. And we're just going to find a random photo from that year. And we're going to be, tell the story of that photo. It could be a run Disney race. We ran together. It could be a cruise. Like I said, it could have been our Disneyland trip it could be way back when at Walt Disney world, any time of the year. And we're going to tell stories from Walt Disney world. And it could be, you know, on attractions that are no longer there shows, fireworks, event, special events, but we're just going to tell some stories, and hopefully that'll trigger some memories for you as well. So join us for that. This could be a really fun show. This could be a terrible show. We're going to give it a try, because I thought it'd be a good idea. So we'll see you on Friday. So get your phone ready. Uh, we'll be ready for that. All right. So we are going to jump out of here. Of course, you can follow Scott on Instagram and Twitter at Epscott. I'm at BR guest Mike. we both love to hear from you this week. Our shows are always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. I'm ready to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or adventures by Disney trip to swing by the website, themagicforless.com this week. Fill out that free, no obligation quote, and we'll take care of you from there. So check them out today again over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's be our guest slash Amazon, especially during this busy holiday season. It really does help support everything we do throughout the year. And thanks to our patrons, you guys make all these shows possible. You allow us to put not one show out a week, not two shows three or four shows a week and I hope you enjoy those. our patrons also get a fifth show called Mike in the Midwest if you'd like to join us and get in on that we'd love to have you coming over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast and of course this Sunday night special live call-in show we're gonna do a holiday special where we're asking for your favorite holiday memories so you can take this on the road as you travel during the holiday season so favorite toy from your childhood. What did you want that you never got under the Christmas tree from Santa? What's your favorite kind of Christmas cookie? What do you do in your house to celebrate? Maybe, you know, Christmas, if you celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah. I know Hanukkah starts on Sunday night. So if you're celebrating, I understand that. Uh, We talked about that this past week with Brooke. But we just want to hear your holiday traditions. What do you do in your town? What's special for the holidays? So it doesn't necessarily have to be Disney this Sunday night. It's kind of our Christmas party, our holiday party for our Be Our Guest podcast family. So join Scott and I on Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central on Facebook and YouTube. Really, really, really hope you can make it because it's a special show for us. All right, we're going to jump out of here. We'll be back again on Friday. So for Scott, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon.
1: You've been listening to the BR Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning podcast. If you have questions, comments or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at brguestpodcast.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you real soon.